This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Welcome along to the second in the series of our new Friday show, uh, the Friday Debate Show. It's a good job it's on tonight, isn't it, if I call it the Friday Debate Show? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know whether I'm coming or going today. Um, should be getting two people in to have a chat with me about our noisy neighbours, Nottingham Forest. I don't know if anybody saw it. Last night I did a promotion special and I had a Fulham guy, a Bournemouth guy and a Forest guy on. And I think my, my guest this evening, Ant from Ant's Football Channel, actually knows Mr. Dorr. Um, 
he's not modest shall we just say that he's a what you would call a typical nottingham forest fan this is leicester till i die tv thank you for watching if you are please subscribe on youtube if that is how you are watching us give us a like and click those notifications uh, we're also facebook twitter and we are now on twitch as well not exactly sure how that works because i'm an old man but apparently we're now on twitch and if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform whichever it may be thank you very much here's where we are watch us on youtube listen on your favorite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast lester till i die subscribe like follow and join in now broadcasting live worldwide a few quick hellos before we start david welcome along a new member and also we welcome david along to our hosting panel as well he's going to be joining me and become a regular on this particular show but he's down the pub tonight so we let him have a day off Rene, how the devil are you welcome along i am well helen uh good evening how are you now you've had always have a derby obviously with everton you nearly lost it next season but uh, do you look forward to them or are they just sort of a bit of a pain in the arse um, everybody saying hello to everybody else. Rene saying can't wait for East Midlands Derby next season. Um, that's what we'll be discussing, of course. Dan, good evening, sir. Not only have we got a, a derby next season, so have you. The old, but the old, what do they call it? East Lancashire Derby, the old pasty derby. I don't know what they call it. Burnley Blackburn. You've got it next season. Welcome along, Dan. Uh, everyone, I think it's everybody saying hello. Oh, Archie, hello. How are you? Welcome along. Um, last night it was Dor Doris on tour. <laughs> you didn't say that last night, uh, Terry. I could have used that. Um, uh, Helen says, I think it's going to be interesting when Forest play uh, Liverpool. We'll bring back some emotions. Yes, I understand that. Of course it will. Of course it will. Uh, and Ant is going to be here in a second. Yes, in fact, let's make it less than a second. Let's bring him in now. And the poor man is suffering. Good evening, <laughs> Ant. How are you? Yeah, as you say, not feeling the best, but soldiering on. <laughs> always, always good, well enough to talk about Leicester, though. Oh, I don't know. After the transfer links that I've, I've woken up to today, I think I might want to go back to bed and start, yes. start starting to make me feel ill again. You, you, you did mention that before. Um, it, it, well, why don't we just sign the whole Southampton team? Let's employ Ralph while we're at it. We're fully gonna we're gonna fund their rebuild whilst making ourselves shite. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm happy to give Vestergaard another season. I'm going to be honest with you because it has been tough for him. He's coming to about four. We know that's had problems this season uh, with injuries and, and formations and, and styles. But I just think that there must be another pot we can you know we can go fishing other than sort of Southampton, but. I'd rather give some, just promote someone from the youth team. Go and buy a talented player from the championship. Sign Lookman, for God's sake. Just, but I saw, I lost, here's a surprise for you. I lost it with someone on Twitter saying he's Premier League proven. All he's proven <laughs> in the Premier League is he's not good enough. <laughs> no. I mean, but obviously, when it comes to Southampton, I mean, obviously, the Southampton board have got something on Brendan that we don't know about, you know? <laughs> But um, say hello to Andrew. Welcome along, mate. How are you? Um, 
I hope we get Forest last game. We send them back to where they belong. Exactly. Doug, good evening, sir. How are you? Uh, yeah, as he said here, Elanusi, not sure about that. Uh, and Archie says, these rumours have been dreadful. I was expecting a rebuild and a decent one. Words, good evening. And how are you? Uh, Leicester fans must be excited about um, starting forest fires next season. We're coming on to that. We are coming on to that. But first of all, we've got to give Ant a chance just to give a shout out. He's got a great channel that he uh, he does on Leicester. Give it a shout out there, Ant. Uh, so Ant's Leicester fan channel doing home and away match day blogs. Just generally, as you can probably tell by the first little five minutes of this, quite heavily opinionated stuff about Leicester. So, guys, <laughs> yeah, do go over and check out. It'll be massively appreciated. We're trying to trying to hit 5K before the start of the season. So, anyhow, Let's that get over there and give him the support, guys. He does some great match day vlogs as well. Uh, and I shouldn't say this, but when we lose, it's kind of more enjoyable watching you. <laughs> love, love your rants. I hate Leicester losing, but I love, love your rants. <laughs> Louis, good evening. How the devil are you? Welcome along. I mean, before we, we get into to Forest, um, the, the Leicester City produced their release list um, mm-hmm. today. I mean, I'm, I've got to be honest with you. I am now so worried about the goalkeeper position. I mean, he's let Yupokovic go. What are we going to do? I know. It's not as if we have like three young goalkeepers coming through and two first choices. We're going to be in so much trouble. We're so much trouble now. <laughs> I know. You're following Yupokovic. I mean, <laughs> what's he been doing? You know, I mean, that is, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably being horrible to the guy. I don't know. I've never met him, et cetera, et cetera. But he has come for the money, hasn't he? The thing is, saying about that, I actually have met Eldon Yakupovic and he's really right. nice, really nice man. But I think he was signed to come in and be that second choice when we thought Casper was off. Yeah. Um, and I think Ben Ward was going to become the number one and Yakupovic become the number two. But obviously Casper stayed, which probably yeah. sort of meant that never happened. But for him... Like he's he's played what three games for us or something like that. Four, I think four. Now since two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, he, mate, he's been living the dream, ain't he? <laughs> On a Premier League <laughs> wage, like he's doing that. I Fair mean, do you think when he signs a new contract, which he obviously has been signing extensions, he's got like not uh, uh, appearance bonus, but substitute bench bonus. <laughs> I mean, Rennie says here, Samba is replacement for Casper. See, is it? I don't think that we need a replacement because we have got Danny Ward, who's a damn good goalkeeper, and we've got Iverson, who can step up to be the number two. Yeah, I don't rate I don't rate Samba anywhere nearly as highly as all these Forest fans seem to as well. I think he's no. a decent Championship keeper, and that's that's all he is. Yeah, uh, the one that did surprise me because uh, there's only I think like five or six on there. Beyonce Daly Campbell. Ah. Oh, I don't get the hype around him. I really don't. I thought he was a bang average right back, but just because he was young, people seemed to think he was all right. He couldn't cut it in Scotland. And it's like, if do you know what I mean? If you're going to go out on loan to Scotland from where we are, you've got to excel and really prove yourself. Yeah. He got to a point where he was struggling to get into, what was it, the Dundee United team? Right. Fair, fair point, fair point. Um I mean, he only made a couple. I mean, I think at the start of the season, he came on for a couple of cup ties, didn't he, or something? Mm. But um, yeah, it, it, I, I suppose, let's face it, we could have gone on to into the defence this season and made it look decent. 
that's it. And he's one of those, like, I don't wish ill of him and stuff, but no. we signed a lot of these young players for, from sort of other clubs and stuff. Obviously, we signed him from Arsenal. Some yeah. of these will work out brilliantly and some of them just won't be able to cut it. And he's unfortunately one, but I just don't think he'll be able to cut it. And there's a couple of moments where he looked all right, but overall, he's just not of the level that we need, really. But good luck yeah. to him wherever he goes next. As I say, nothing sort of against him. I just don't think he's good enough as a footballer. The only other one I'll quit mention is Jake Wakeling, is it? I know he's yeah. the under-23s top scorer. Yeah, I was going to say, he's meant to be quite highly rated, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know a huge amount about him, but... I think if he's a top scorer, says, says something about him, doesn't it? Because we've not been knocking the goals in this season. I believe I've read that he rejected a contract, and that probably could mean, see, think he mean, sees the path to the first team as near on impossible yeah. with, obviously, Vardy, Daka, Iheanacho, then even Barnes and Luckman sometimes playing down the middle. So, that... Yeah. That's probably him looking up sort of his own career and his own path to first team football. And and, and good luck to him, I guess. Good yeah. luck. Uh, Archie says, How much are we signing the Southampton player for? Hopefully, we're not. <laughs> Maybe he'll take, they'll, they'll take Bertrand and Vestergaard and do a two for one. <laughs> or can we do a two for none? They can have them back. <laughs> I've been trying to get, I was, talking, I was, on, I was on a stream earlier a Chelsea stream, but I was on the stream with a Newcastle fan. I was trying to get him to uh, take Perez back, but he wouldn't. Uh, Anyway, the reason we are here tonight, and I do apologise, it does look like um, the other guy's not coming on. He's on Facebook, but he's not reading my messages. So, um, oops, he says. Uh, So, it's you and me, Ant. Um, And we're going to be talking about this lot. Um, if I can find where I have put it, uh, which we put up at the start of the show, um, Nottingham Evening Post saying what I think most Nottingham fans, Forest fans are saying, back where they belong. Um, I mean, that's just typical of, of to me of their sort of attitude and what we're going to get be getting off them next season. Isn't this their first season in the Premier League since it's been founded? Am I right in saying that? Or? Is it the what, sorry? It's just, it's just, didn't they get either relegated in their first season of the Premier League being formed or their first season in the Premier League? Well, let, let me have a look because I'm actually um, have their details up here. They were in the Premier League in 92 93. That was the season it was formed, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they finished 22nd. Um, they then came back up straight um 94-95 and actually finished third. Um mm. then they were ninth the following season. Um then they were 20th <laughs> again. This is like us, to... Yeah, this is like us saying we're back in the Champions League where we belong. Yes, I yeah. Mean, it's like oh. I mean, they actually had, in the 96-97 season when they got relegated, they had three managers, Dave Bassett, Frank Clark and Stuart Pearce. <laughs> Sounds a bit like the Watford model, doesn't it, really? Yeah. And then they came back up again for 98-99 and went straight back down again in 20th. So, And then it's been 14 years since they've last up. So I mean, we, we, we took 10 seasons to get back. They've taken 14. I just... I mean, what I like about the Leeds fans, as an example, is, I mean, and they've been to hell and back with, you know, where they were and where they fell to. Um, 
and they came back up and a lot of their fans were kind of like it's great to be back we're loving being back none of this this is where we should be or because we were used to be big under Don Revy but I mean you know Mr Dore don't you I believe yes yes I, he's I know. not the modest chap is he no and <laughs> I noticed yesterday he replied to a lot of comments, but he seemed to ignore the one on screen where I said I'll give him a £20 bet for charity yes. and they go straight back down. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed he ignored that one. He was asking a lot. He was asking to... Because normally I have the... I don't know if you can see the comments tonight, mm-hmm. but um, I usually have those off because otherwise you get some idiots that come on and you know abused guests or what have you but he wanted it to be on so he could have a bit of banter but like you say he didn't answer that one did he no. <laughs> his answer to everything was we beat you 4-1 okay we <laughs> we beat liverpool does that mean we're now like <laughs> yes the best yeah. team in the country it's a one-off game like yes it was an awful day out and all of that but mm. like these one-off games happen but at the same time Brendan Rodgers still got that massively wrong and I'm not letting that one go. <laughs> no, no, he did. I would totally admit that. And the players didn't help him either that day. I think everything was was bad. Terry, where Forrest belong, I don't know. But after the year in the Premiership, they will be in the Trent Creek without a paddle. Uh, Del Boy, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? He says he'll promise he'll behave. I, I, just, I, I just think for every swear word you use that you should send me a pound. Because I'm getting proved by the end of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, Del Boy. Welcome along. I'm, I'm, I felt I'm a little bit, and I'm so glad because you're you're of the same opinion of me, but as me. But I thought I was sort of on my own when I was sort of said, I don't want them to come back up. I mean, I wanted, I wanted Luton because I think it's nice to see that sort of team come up and have their go at it and what have you. Hmm. Um, I wanted Huddersfield because. They were playing Nottingham Forest, but I just didn't even want them to get in the playoffs. No, neither did I. And I get, I do get the argument of the derby, like having two derbies a year. Will like that's the only positive side of it for me. But I'd mm. rather see them just rot in the championship. If I'm completely honest, and, and to me, um, they don't even think. Well, they say they don't think of us as like a rival. They, they were they singing did. about us one minute into their game at Wembley. The biggest yeah. game in 20 years, they were singing about us one minute in. Yeah. But they don't exactly. care about Leicester. Apparently not. Apparently it's all about the derby, you know. <laughs> but... Well, that's gone bang, hasn't it, in more than one way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, I should say, I would never want, um, you know, any any club to go for Stephen Derby. But, uh, you know, no, I'm glad I they go want... down. No, I don't want Derby to go bust. I just want them to suffer. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. I want them to be in that third tier for for like a while, you know. And get and I think the deadline is lower. Sorry, I'd like to see them drop down even lower, (laughs) which is a real possibility. Seeing they've got five players and about five are in the bag. Well, it happened to Coventry, didn't it? (laughs) Yes. But now I just think, I mean, that headline, like I say, the, the headline there from the local paper. I mean, you know, back forest are back where we belong. That just, to me, sums up their whole attitude. Could you imagine Norwich doing that? Because they've been in the Prem a lot more recently. Like, imagine a local newspaper in Norwich doing that. Because that's sort of what the equivalent of that is. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't, um, it it just, like I say, it just makes me laugh. It really does. And the fact that they've apparently got this £100 million to spend. 
Well, good luck with that. To start with, they need to find a keeper. And yes. they need to respect, replace Jed Spence because he's going to Tottenham. Um, so they might have £100 million to spend, but they're already losing two of their better players. So good luck what, to you. What does it say when you get promoted to the Premier League, which, let's be honest with you, is a big thing to happen to, for a player. Mm-hmm. And like your goalkeeper, who's not a bad goalkeeper. He's not brilliant, mm-hmm. but he's, you know, there's, there's a lot worse. Um when you go, you know, you're number one for, for the whole season. Says, well, one out of this. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make for great reading. And I know Jed Spence as well at right wing, at right back's actually a Middlesbrough player and all of that. So he doesn't have those um, those ties to, mm-hmm. to Forest. But you would have thought you'd at least sort of stick it out at Forest for another year, like that first year back in the Premier League. Yeah. But he's some shit first opportunity because it looks all but done that he's going to Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, I think that says something about about the club. Um, Helen says Derby will go down even further. Uh, Del Boy says, from a neutral point of view, I think Forest will avoid the drop. I, I was because I had the three of them in last night. I was kind of asking them which of the other two they thought would stay up and which would go down, and they're all being very polite to each other because they're all on the stream. Can you see Derby? Uh, Derby, look at me. Can you see Forest um, avoiding the drop? I mean, you know, when you look at the last few seasons, the one the playoff winners are actually the ones that managed to stay up. Hopefully, that trend goes this year. But I just yeah. don't see where the goals come from for them. If I'm completely honest, they've got Brennan Johnson, who, like all banter aside, I think is a brilliant young player, but a lot of responsibility yeah. on the youngster to come up with a lot of the goals. They've got Lewis Graben, who's a, like. Is he Premier League level? I'm very unsure because it's a, it's a very different thing. And we, we know this as Leicester fans ourselves for turning up in these one-off cup games against like the bigger sides like the Arsenal yeah. schools and sort of how they did against us. But to do that week in, week out in the Premier League, mm. for have to have like these championship players, which uh, are realistically Lewis Grappen is, to expect him to have the load of the goals, I think that's... That's Isn't he ex Bournemouth? Is he ex Bournemouth? I think he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of you know, <laughs> no disrespect, but they should be maybe aiming a little bit, like you say, higher than that. And look at Puki, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and Mitrovic at Fulham. You know, do well in the Championship, but they come up and you know they they, they do find it a step too far. Mm. The thing is, I do actually quite like uh, Mitrovic. I just never think he's had that sort of fair opportunity in the Premier League. Like, I think it was, was it Scott Parker, like their manager last time? Yeah. Like, never even play him and put him on the bench. I don't get that. Even when he's not scoring, he's causing problems. He's a handful. And like, he's got that side of his game. But, like, uh, he just didn't get the opportunity last time. But, Going back to Lewis Graben, we could be clipped up here and made look really stupid at the end of the season as he gets like 10, 15 goals and keeps him yeah. up. But I would be very surprised if he's if he hits sort of more than six six league goals. I really don't think he's all that. And not it's the thing is, as I say, it's too like he did it in these cup games, but as as we know, cup games and Premier League games are two very, very different different animals. Yeah. Yes, Rennie says there, and and I've seen this on 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 uh, on the rumor mills as well. We need Johnson from Forest again. Shouldn't we be aiming a bit higher than that? No, I like him. I do like him. He's a good youngster, and I'd love to take their best player off them again. 
<laughs> well, apparently, according to Mr. Dorr, the uh, they only sold Wes Morgan to us because they needed the money. Uh, well, yes, that may may or may not be true. To be fair, but I, did, I didn't let it lie. I didn't let it lie that well, far. <laughs> that is a... The fact that um, Brennan Johnson's what just just turned twenty one, mm. absolute brilliant youngster in the championship. Um, like, I do really like him. But I do hope that it's a step too much for him at this stage of his career. It's a gamble, isn't it? And uh, you know, people would have looked to just sign in a certain Jamie Vardy from you know the, uh, <laughs> the, the the what was then the conference, and you think like really? But you know, mm. only only time will tell. And as Delboy says, there, if you're a lower level Premiership player, Forest would be an attractive club to go to. Yeah, I mean. So that's- I suppose that's true because then you're preparing for life in the championship next next time if you're sort of that lower level. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, the interesting thing is, obviously, I was just looking at some stats early. You know, I, I, I love I love an odd stat now and again. Um, we've played Nottingham Forest uh, 107 times in our history, mm-hmm. and we've won 40, and we've lost 40. With, with 27 drawn so uh it, it's pretty pretty even then apart from the last like i say obviously the fa cup uh when when they beat us um you know we beat them well we drew before with them two two we've not had a bad recent you know when we were both in that premier league and of course we all remember the Ali leblur Ali leblur uh in ian, ian stringer um commentary <laughs> <laughs> which I was playing just before we played Forest in that FA Cup and it came back and bit me on the bum. <laughs> I think we all had clips like that, but we were ready to put up after it. And it we were, they were all suddenly getting, we'll delete that one, delete that one. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Um, uh, Rennie says here, uh, imagine Barnes, Vardy, Johnson, triple English. Um no, yeah. I mean, like I say, we, I don't think they're going to want to sell their best players. It's, they're not a poor club, so they don't have to. No, um, but it's, it's the issue, though. A lot of their better players have been on loan, but they don't actually own this year. So if they want to, to bring them mm. back, then a lot of just to retain the team that they've had, they're going to have to spend money. Because obviously, yeah. Jed Spence is now looking like he's going to go to Tottenham and he's not going to be an easy player to replace. Uh, James Garner, who's been one of the key players in midfield, I reckon he, I reckon United will keep him next year. And if they are going to want to get him, they're going to have to spend a big chunk of their of their um, supposed hundred million. But I think that's going to be like, do you remember a couple of years ago where we had about two hundred million to spend? But yeah, but that included all the wages and everything else. Sort of, like everyone sees those kind of headlines and says, "Oh, that's for that's for transfer budget." And like ninety nine percent of the time, actually, that's all in, like including wages, fee, agent fees, etc. Mm. Terry says here, I missed a trip last night. I should have done a Tottenham style the date they last won a major trophy. That is not a bad shout out, Terry. I might have to do a Nottingham Forest one for, <laughs> for next season. Uh, I mean, out of the three sides that have come up, um, and I mean, it, it, I suppose it is nice having that derby. I can see that, but. Just going back, I mean, they, they won the FA Cup, but that is a one-off game. And, you know, mm. yes, they, they put Arsenal out the, the, the round before, but it is different in Cup games, isn't it? You know, they've got to do this 30-odd times, 30, well, 38 times a season. 
and it's a different yeah. it's a different kettle of fish. It completely is, and the thing is, those one-off games where they would be underdog every game and they had absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah, mm. like as I say, absolutely throw the kitchen sink at it. They've got nothing to lose, but um, when you're playing the Premier League and when you're playing, you go on sort of a losing streak, which at some point they will do because every yeah. newly promoted team does. Yeah. That's when I think I think the other teams have got that bit more character that will show it and that will show than they do because ultimately they went to Bournemouth where they need they could have won and automatically got promoted. They choked in that game yeah. and they choked that. Sorry, uh, and then but for some and can I just have a word about Door complaining about referees as well? They wouldn't be in the Premier League if it wasn't for like half decent referees at Wembley. But yeah. so yeah. I just think for. I don't and a dodgy VARF as well. No, I don't think they're anywhere near as prepared for the Premier League as the other clubs because the other clubs, having been in the Premier League recently, have got Premier yeah. League proven players. They've got, yeah. uh, I'd say, much, like overall, more much better players. So I think they're the ones that are going to struggle massively. And I am saying that optimistically as well, hoping that that's the case. Of course, of course, I I agree with you. We all sat here with our legs crossed under the tables. Uh, also, of course, um, Fulham and Bournemouth have both got Premier League experienced managers. Not saying they were good in the Premier League, but they've they've got the experience. So they kind of know what to expect and what's coming. It's going to be totally new to Steve Cooper, isn't it? It is, but I do like all banter aside. He has done an incredible job to oh, yeah. take them over from where they were yeah. to yeah. get them to Premier League. So I'm interested to see how quickly the Forest fans turn on him, though. After like hailing him as God now, if it starts yeah. to go a bit pear shaped, how long do you reckon it would take? I mean, they could be up there. They could be quicker than a Watford, um, but I, I think they might give him a bit a bit longer. Um, I, I'd. I'd well, the World Cup starts in November, and I can see if uh, if they're not doing very well by the time that starts, then I've been, I think that's when they'll start shouting for him to go. Yeah, so you know, I'd um, love it if we were the team to get him sacked. I really oh, would. Uh, it would be it would be heaven, wouldn't it? It really would. I mean, Silver and Parker. I mean, like you said, you know, so that you know, as I said, so they, they have got that bit of of experience but if I was fans of either of those clubs I wouldn't be coming into this division with a lot of confidence No, I do rate Silver higher than Scott Parker because I think Scott Parker is just so one dimensional it's like mm. it's painful at times and that's like someone who has yeah, never sort of wanted him to, nothing against him but never really had an invested interest in any of his teams but you know even when you're watching on as a neutral and you're like this is painful, just like how how one-dimensional you are. And yeah. obviously, we know that better than anyone as Leicester fans, when, but we can be very one-dimensional. But yeah. um, I would be more worried about Scott Parker than Marcus Silva, but neither of their records are exactly like in, like massively impressive in the Premier League. No, no. Talk talking of managers that haven't been impressive in the Premier League. Paolo Sousa's just been sacked by his latest club. I saw that. Yeah, you know when you read a name and you're like, is that who I think it is? Because yeah, you have to double looked... check, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like the picture looked nothing like what I remembered him as. But yeah, double check. 
it was South America somewhere, wasn't it? I thought it was Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, well, it could have been. I, I, it could have been S. I, I don't, it was. It was somewhere weird where he where he is, you know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it is going to be difficult for for any team that comes up because I think that gap in a way is getting bigger and bigger um, between the two leagues. Um, I just hope any of them just don't do a Norwich or a Watford. I just hope they do come up and at least give it a go. I wouldn't mind one of them doing a Norwich, I'll be honest. You can guess which one. Oh, yeah, well, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we'll take that as taken, you know, that is, uh, that's well, out there. I don't but... know, would you rather, I'm going to ask you this, would you rather them do a Norwich and completely tank it or or have heartbreak on the last day where they think they're staying up and get dragged in on the last day? Well, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. I think I'd sooner them do a Norwich. Mm. Because if they do a do a stay up on the last day, like a Leeds or something, you know, mm-hmm. or Burnley, sorry, let's say if they do that, the Burnley, I just think there's the chance that they might just stay up. So I think yeah. I'd sooner them get down. I'd sooner them do a derby and go down with as few points as possible and, uh, <laughs> and do it at that. Um, but yeah, I, I just think, I mean, for me, I have a sneaky feeling out of the three clubs that it might be Fulham that does the best. Yeah, I think they've got the squad that's sort of best suited for the Premier League. Mm. So, And their, their owner's never been shy of spending a few pennies. But I think the thing is, I hope they've learned for their own sake about last time because they spent a stupid amount last time and just went yeah. on players that just weren't what they needed. But I hope this time, if they invest the money properly... They've got. A, I think they've got a real chance of staying up. Yeah, I think I think they have. Um, Terry says here, would you? I mean, are Forest a big club? You know, they haven't even got a ladies' team. I don't know whether that makes you a big club or not, Terry. Uh, never mind the best uh, fact: our ladies are in the top tier. It is one of those arguments, isn't it? That what what constitutes a big club? They've got a big fan base, but like. It's like it's Sund like I'd put them in that big club category, same as Sunderland, where like they're a big club sort of historically and like they've got the big fan base. Yeah. But like I love the fact that you're seeing all the pictures of of the of the city ground sold out like this year. Have a look a couple of years ago when they weren't doing yeah. so well. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I'm I'm I think, you know, a, a big club, you can't be a big club on past glories. You know, mm-hmm. you're, a big, you're a big club on where you are now, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I always think, like I said, this Sky Big Six is where Arsenal and Tottenham are, is, is a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but It's like, though, would you say Chelsea are a big club and Man City are a big club? Yes, because of the trophies they've won. It, over yeah, the exactly. Season. So it's like... Yeah. It, it depends on sort of what your definition of a big club it is. is for, me. Totally, for me, Man City are unfairly sort of criticised because they've always had a very good following. Mm. But I just think it's like, with particularly Man City, I think there's a lot of jealousy surrounding them for obvious reasons. But yes. for me, they're, they're a huge club. But then historically, they don't have the history of sort of like... I know they've won trophies in the past, but do you know what I mean? Not the history of the other big six. Yeah. So 
It's so it's just sort of as you say what your definition of a big club is. Totally. And I'm going to ask you this because it's going to be asked and mentioned so many times during the season. What was the biggest achievement? Forest coming up and winning the league. Who did they win it the first season they came up? I think they I did, didn't they? I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. I'll be honest. No, I'm no, not I, interested I, either. With what no, no, I, I get that. But obviously, that's being compared to us when we sort of won the Premier League. Would, would, would you say ours was the bigger because of the way that football is and the money in it now? Uh, I'd say we were bigger underdogs, obviously, 5,000 to 1. Um, mm. We'd lost just lost our manager. We'd lost our best player in Cambiasso. Um, and we were odds-on favourites to get relegated in an era where money is money is king, unfortunately. Yes. They, what they did was, was great. Like, there's no arguing with that. Obviously, it's before my time and stuff, but I bet you remember it very Thank well. You. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'll give, you, I'll give you that one. Unfortunately, but... I do. And unfortunately, <laughs> I can still, to this day, remember the single they released after when they were working for the European Cup. It was right. a, you know those those songs they used to get the whole team in singing it and it was like you know Wembley songs. It was we got the whole world in our hands, and it was Nottingham Forest and Paper Lace. Oh God, <laughs> I don't remember it for the best reasons. No, <laughs> so, but I think what they achieved was brilliant. But it's sort of it was before like the money and stuff and all of that side of it made it so much harder to compete with these like. These clubs are backed by countries like Man City and Chelsea, backed by like all, an unlimited purse from obviously Abramovich at the time. You've got yes. Man United spending half a half a billion in like two transfer windows. That was yeah. unheard of back then. Obviously, you've got Liverpool who spend big money as well. So, like, it's it's two completely different worlds, really. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it is totally this season. Um, but uh, yeah, th th there we go. I think, as they, for me, I wish they'd stayed back down. I'm not going to lie. Um, Terry said, oh, Terry said just quickly here the Forest win was purely due to the fact that Clough took half the Derby team who <laughs> had won it earlier. Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with your word on that, Terry. But um, it's going to be an interesting season. I just hope we have a better season because if they do somehow manage to finish higher than us, we're just going to hear about it forever and ever, aren't we? We are. But the thing is, we need to, we need to focus on ourselves and we need to have a good season for the sake of our sake of ourselves because missing yeah. out on European football this year is the result of a, like missing out on Champions League was the downgrade from Robin Gossens to Ryan Bertrand. Like some of the names, like, but we're reliably yeah. being linked to is concerning. Yeah. So this summer rebuild, I'm not, I don't have any faith in it. But I'm not going to turn it into a Brendan bashing stream. I've got, we've had enough of those, ain't we, Chris? Well, yeah, let let let's not start before the season starts, eh? Shall we? You know, it will... well, no, the, tra the transfer window is a big part of our season. I think I'll give him his, I'll I'll criticise him when it's due, but I'm not going to go too far with just yeah, with some links. Like you say, it is going to be, um, it, yeah, not having Europe will probably will affect us. But mm. on the other side of the coin, obviously, depending how he looks at his business, 
last time we didn't have Europe, well, not last time, but when we didn't have Europe, we managed to win the Premier League. We've yeah, got but that, as know. we were saying a second ago, that was an anomaly. That can't be something that's just don't, 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 no, 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 I've forgotten or, that. Or do we not use facts? To do, do we not use facts to when we're defending Brendan? No, 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 we don't. Yeah. To. No, it is a fair. Like, I always say it was the perfect storm when we won it because Man City had sacked their manager with ten games to go. Klopp was still settling in at Liverpool. Man United were Louis Van Gaal in charge, which says it all. And Arsenal and Tottenham, they were just fighting amongst themselves. So it was almost like, say, a perfect storm. Mm. But uh, yeah, well, fing- fingers crossed. Like you say, we've got um, we've got no. You, I'm going to I'm going to do an impersonation of an Arsenal fan here. This is my impersonation of an Arsenal fan. It's very good. It's we haven't got Europe, so we can challenge for the top four this season. <laughs> that was that was me a year ago. That was me a year ago. So and even Brendan's. Started to sound like an Arsenal fan now, but but it's it almost sounds like cert, a certain Leicester fan that goes, oh well, we missed out on Champions League, so we can compete in the Europa League. Oh, don't worry, we've we've played in the Europa League, so we can compete in the Conference League. Who are you referring to? I don't know. <laughs> it's just just someone. It's just someone that I was imagining. <laughs> Look, you got to you got to try and make a, a a wedding cake out of a Battenberg, haven't you? Sometimes, you know. <laughs> this is Leicester. Come on, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But uh, I mean, just very quickly uh, on, on sort of transfers. The window's open today. Um, we 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 know we're going to lose probably Tillemans, but. Mm-hmm. I think it was um, Rob, Rob Tanner possibly was saying, or, 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 or Owen from Radio Leicester, that we, there aren't offers coming in for him apart from Arsenal. There's, you know, Leicester aren't getting the offers for him. So could okay. he? Could he still be with us for another season? I hope not. I hope he goes because we can't, we're not one of those clubs that can afford to see a player like that walk away for nothing. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I think. I think he was expecting to have like the pick of the clubs across Europe, and that isn't the case. And now he's, I think Arsenal and Tottenham are the two that are coming for him. And for me, Tottenham is a much more attractive project yeah. right now than Arsenal. Yes. Oh, definitely, I would agree. I didn't realise this, but with Harry Maguire, when we sold him to Man United, the season before we knew that Manchester United were interested and wanted him. And his contract was pretty much like like the Tillerman situation now. Mm. And Maguire actually signed an extended contract so that we could he could put like a clause in there, and that's why we could ask the 80 million for him. Oh, I never knew that. And I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying what you know what I was told. Uh it'd be nice if Tillemans would do that. No, but I think Maguire probably owed a lot more to Leicester than Tillemans does in a way, but also, we should. I've heard that about Maguire before. That's not the first time I've heard that. We, but with Tielemans, like, if you, in a selfish way for him, there's no sort of benefit of signing a contract if he wants to go, because he gets. If say if he either runs down his contract, he'll have more offers and more offers from bigger clubs and on bigger money, and also um, he'll have sort of that freedom to, for him to choose instead of us almost having to wait for those offers to come in. Yeah, yeah. So it would be nice if he could, but, like, 
I yeah. wouldn't wouldn't expect him to. I, I think the best thing for Leicester is go. We, we sell him this this window and get yeah. what we can for him. It's know? like everyone's a genius in hindsight, but I wish we'd sold him last summer because we haven't got the best out of him this season at all, and he's has looked disinterested for about the last I'd say four or five months. Like you get the occasional game where you think, "Wow, like he really, he really does sort of care, and he really wants to be here." And yeah. then you see sort of the other games where it's like he's just off the pace. And admittedly, I do think playing slightly deeper hasn't helped him with that. But I just think like it's just a shame how this year's gone for him. Well, for the whole team, yeah. What yeah. worst case scenario? Nottingham Forest sign him. I mean, it's not going to happen, but uh, could you imagine it? I mean, that's one way for them to bankrupt their club. <laughs> it's very true. This is very true. And, mate, thanks. So sorry the other guy didn't turn up, but no. thanks so much. Like you say, I think we both agree that we wish that um, Forest had not come up, but hey, they're up. So let's, yeah. hope, it's a, let's hope it's a short stay. But... <laughs> if history is anything to go by, they won't be here for long. They'll be back exactly. to where they belong. Exactly. Give you give your channels a shout out again, mate, before you go. Uh, so two channels. So beyond the ninety, with uh, I think you had Neil on the other day as well. Yeah. So uh, doing sort of a lot of debate videos, quite similar to this, really. So check out Beyond the Ninety on YouTube, and then my own personal channel, Ants Leicester Fan Channel, for like home and away match day vlogs. Get them followed, guys. Get them both followed. And I hope you feel better soon. Thank you, mate. I'm conscious of keeping you. I said with you not being so well. Um, just hope you, you, your boss doesn't see this. Okay. <laughs> you well enough. Yeah. <laughs> but what school is it? <laughs> All the best, mate. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon, I'm sure. Take care, mate. Right. Feel better. Get better soon. Thank you. And there, oh, you know, you know, that's a man, he's got man flu. He's got man flu, and he still comes on the show. That is, you know, that's, women think you know, bit of flu, but it isn't. It that's how bad it is. But no, thanks to Ant for coming on. It is great. Thanks for everyone for joining. It was just a quickie tonight. Uh, we should have had somebody else on uh, discussing that they wanted to see Forest up. He didn't come on. Um, and I say Ant's not uh, not 100%, so we, 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 we're doing a shorter one today. We'll be back tomorrow. We are going to be covering England, Italy, when I will be joined by Dan, Dan the Burnley fan, and we'll be doing a watch-along live for the England-Italy game. Um, I'm not particularly bothered for the Nations League, but it's Italy. We want revenge, don't we? They're top of the group. We can't be having it. We've got to get our own back. And I'm off to make a daily Nottingham Forest. Excellent idea. And if you miss Coming this... Coming soon. No, Coming it... soon. To a YouTube channel near you. If you missed it, it's on the Leicester YouTube channel. Uh Chat with Mark Halsey, uh, ex-Premier League referee. Uh, interesting chat on VAR. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that was very... I had a few things to say about VAR. Um, but watch out, it was really good. It was really nice, open and honest about everything. Like I say, if you're on YouTube and you haven't done yet, please, please, if you can give us a subscribe, that would be absolutely fantastic. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening if you've been doing so via the podcast. Take care and I'll see you tomorrow night.
Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.